Mike G, I miss man coming on. Yeah, I, you know this guy here, boy. You 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 probably hey, he's a smooth slicker cornerback. Is he? Man. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> hey, right. I gotta go find him, man. I gotta I gotta you know put out my team to go get him. You know he uh you know he's a he's a one of our biggest I would say competitors. You know I, I think he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I think he always plays like he has something to prove. And uh, last season had an outstanding season uh, coming over as a transfer from Oregon and and then getting here, you know, being back closer to home. And I, th- I just think last year, man, he held his own out mm. there. And I just think this year can be an even better year for him because, you know, one, he he's has more familiarity with the team, with the atmosphere, with the SEC. But now you get a coach that comes in like Coach Freeze is going to add more stability you know, all the way around. And I think, you know, the guys that's around him is going to perform at a high level too. I think this is going to be a really good season. I think he's going to really move himself up the boards uh, uh, for the next level. But ultimately, I, I think he's going to have an all-SEC season, you know, mm-hmm. if he can just continue to keep working hard, continue to keep striving and find that next thing that make you go out there and, and, and play hard and work hard. I think he can be a dog on that field. And uh, I think he was a big get to come back this year because – I think it gives him opportunity, like I said, size up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then also now you're more knowledgeable knowledgeable as a corner. You know, you, you, you've you been in the SEC for a full season now. So I, I look forward to hearing what he has to say. And, uh, you know, anything you'd like to say before we bring him on? Uh, no. Uh, listen, it's going to be really important for Hugh Freeze and company to be able to shut down one side of the field. I feel like our next guest has the ability to be that shut down corner. So let's bring him on. All right, let's do this. Hey, Auburn family, let's welcome in my guy, DJ James. Hey. DJ, what's happening? What's going on? How y'all doing? Hey, man, we hey, man, we just doing pretty good, man. Just uh, on here having fun with you guys this morning. Uh, glad you was able to get on get on the show. I said, I make sure we ain't got to send our SWAT team to go find DJ, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for having me, man. Thank y'all. Nah, man. Hey, DJ, talk about, man, you know, so far you transferred from Oregon. And then, you know, people on here just kind of want to know you a little bit about your journey, you know, when you was at Oregon and what made you come to Auburn. And then since you got to Auburn, what have you learned and, and how have you grown? Um, A decision with me, it was me and my family decision on me to sign to leave Oregon. Um, It wasn't nothing with I didn't like Oregon or nothing like that. I love Oregon. I got none. I got friends at Oregon that I will have for life. Um, I just wanted to be close to the home. In Auburn, they reached out to me as soon as I entered the portal. It was Auburn. Mm-hmm. And Auburn just reached out with my open arms, and they welcomed me and my family from academic-wise to on the field. And the coaching staff, I liked them as well. They had my best interests. And so that transition wasn't really too hard for me because I was coming back home yeah. to my family. So I was more excited than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ, uh Listen, Auburn has a pretty good history with shutdown corners. Uh, Jason played with one that was uh, that won the Thorpe. Uh, mm-hmm. You have aspirations this season to go out there. Uh, are you him? Are you him? You gonna win the Thorpe this year? Or what, <laughs> oh, what's yes, going on? Yes, sir. I'm you him. him? You him? Okay. Definitely him. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so let's talk about practice. Let's talk about being him in practice. Uh, you know, I remember we had Jason, you guys, we had a receiver's name was Courtney Taylor. Courtney, mm-hmm. uh, before they broke his record, had uh, the most receptions in Auburn history during his career. He was part of winning the winning. He was part of the winningest class in, in Auburn history. But he talked about what it was like going up against Carlos Rogers in practice. 
know, as a Thorpe winning DB. And he said, listen, I felt like if I could beat Carlos, I could take anybody. Nobody was going to stop me mm-hmm. on Saturdays, right? Like, how, talk about how you challenge the receivers in practice and off-season workouts um, so, you know, so that they can raise their game going up against you every practice. Um, we challenge each other from workout to workouts when we even out on the field just running. The receivers, they talking to us. We talk to them. Like, we we can, we very competitive. Everybody ready to get back into action again on the field. But on the field, man, we go at it. We go hard every rep. Man, our coaches, they teach us to not take a rep off because we're going to be a high-tempo, fast-paced team. So every rep, you got to make each one count. So we we compete hard every day at practice. We compete very hard. My mm. Those guys, they work really good. Who's, uh, who's the toughest excited. receiver? They're very excited. Who's got who got you in practice? Like oh, and this um <laughs> um all them guys give me good work. I love I like Camden Brown, Coy Moore. Okay, all, my outside guys, they give me good work. Um Nick, you know, the transfer just came. Martin, in. Yeah. Shorter just, or the uh Burton kid. Um the one that came from Cincinnati. Yeah, oh, Martin. Okay. Yeah, Nick Martin. Martin. Yeah. Um, um, I haven't been up with the new guys yet. I'm excited to go up with them, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you, do you, do you get to go up against Jay Fair a lot in practice? Not a lot, but that's the guy that I, I'm, I'm finna, I'm gonna work with him some more. Cause I'm, okay. I'm trying to get more in the nickel and the inside a little more too. So I'm gonna get a little more of the work in the slot with those guys. Have a little fun with them. Okay. Well, yeah, the more you can do from that standpoint, playing slot and outside just helps you at the next level, you know, because corners always have to move in and out, you know, because it's a matchup game. And sometimes if you're, if their best receiver is in the slot, then the best DB is going to the slot to play that receiver, mm-hmm. right. you know. So uh, that's just how it is at the next level. It's all about matchups, which is becoming college football because all the throwing now, you know, it used to be pretty much of a balance or run heavy teams, but now it's, it's more like we're putting the ball in the air. You know, you got all these all these guys out here who can go get it. And then sometimes you got to pick your poison because sometimes there may be two really good receivers. And yeah. I think the best thing about that is we have two really good corners, you yeah. and Nehemiah. So, you know, it's just like, okay, one can take the other and you can take one. Now you bring in a guy like Keontae Scott, you know, who's a, who's another really good corner nickel guy. That's a really now, he good can take another. Yeah, now he can take a guy in the slot. Or you can take their best tight end or something, you know, uh, matched up if you feel like from a safety standpoint, Jalen Simpson played corner. Now he's at safety. So, <laughs> you know, you can match him up with a tight end if they have a really good, you know, tight end like Kansas City Chiefs does. You right. know? But uh, so I, I just feel like this DB room is probably the deepest that I've probably seen in a long time at Auburn, uh, just as a whole group, because there's so much versatility. And we hadn't even talked about the young buck, Kyan Lee. That you guys just brought yeah, in this January, know. you know, and his sure. footwork is impeccable. Okay. Uh, you know, so you know, you guys just talk about how do y'all feed off each other? How do y'all push each other in practice to get to the next level? Uh, because you know, you and Nehemiah, y'all, y'all the catalyst, you know, y'all, y'all the lead dogs. So, how are y'all leading this younger group? Um, we just we taking them in with open arms, man. We just bringing them in, teaching them the ways of how we work and what it is to work at Auburn. Um, some days going to be hard. You just got to fight through them. Mm-hmm. Um, the coaches won't number but the best for you. You know, they're going to get on you. You know, you got you to finish through the line. It's just certain steps, certain, like, inches that it counts. And the, co- and the coaches, they expect that out of you. And we just teaching those guys that that's very important. It's not like you're on a whole different level. 
mm-hmm. every like every inch counts in this game. So just teaching them that the coaches just want your best interest. You know, don't get upset when they coaching you hard. Just mm-hmm. listen to them. You know, just putting them on right. game, really. Mm. Uh, DJ, uh, being him this season means catching interceptions that you dropped last year. How are you working uh, to try to help how to help Auburn uh, get more turnovers this coming season? I mean, you had a, you had an opportunity to a couple. One was a pick six, was a clear yeah. pick six, right? You know, uh, talk about being in that moment and how you're going to improve your game in, in that way. Oh, just working offseason hands, just working my hand out coordination, um, getting more on the jug, just getting more just more catches with the ball. I might just go out with the receivers, catch some balls with them, you know, just get my hands more on the ball because playing corner, we don't really – we just more so do drills. Mm. You know, we don't really just get hands-on interaction with the ball. And that's just something I've been working on and going to continue to work on this offseason to just making sure that I, when those opportunities come, I can make the most out of them. Mm. Uh, does, does Coach uh, Roberts um, talk to you guys about the importance of interceptions? Um, you know, I remember, DJ, I remember a team meeting we had back in, uh, it was 03. And uh, these guys were going up, Jason, these guys were going up against Ole Miss and Eli Manning was their quarterback. And Tommy mm-hmm. Tuberville told Carlos, he said, hey, listen, you know, he's a great quarterback, but he's going to throw some right at you. Are you going to catch it? Or, you know, you're going to be ready for the moment or like, what are you going to do? And Carl said, yeah, I don't think you got to pick that game. And, and we lost in epic fashion. But um, he, you know, he went on to win the Thorpe the next year because he understood how to elevate his game in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is Ron Roberts message to you guys right now about turnovers and getting turnovers and the importance of turnovers in this league? Um, he, he stressed that very hard. Turnovers beat time. Turnovers can win games. Turnovers can really just changed the impact of a game. So he he emphasized that a lot with us in film, just when those opportunities come, catch the ball, make the mm-hmm. most, like, make your play when it comes to you because he's going to put us in position to make the play. Yeah, and the thing about it too, uh, Mike G, you talk about, because I remember Carlos in that junior year, uh, you know, similar, where, you know, he probably felt like he had some dropped interceptions and the next year he ended up winning a Jim Thorpe. Uh, because in the offseason, he worked so hard on that jug machine. Right. You know, he stood in front of that jug machine and, and you know, he wouldn't stand so far off of where the ball would be soft. Cause most of the time, when you're playing outside corner, if someone's throwing an out route, they're driving that ball. If they're throwing a, you know, a go ball, it's all about when do I get my head around, turn around, and they throwing a slant, I got to beat the, I got to cross face to get that kind of interception. So that means you better be right if they don't hit, they don't hit you with a sluggo, which is a slant and go. So, mm-hmm. But that comes with knowledge of the game, because if I know I got a safety over top and I'm telling my safety, hey, I know we're in cover three, but I'm going to rob this slant route because I've seen it on film. They go this formation. I'm taking this slant. But you got to protect me if they run a sluggo to get back over top. Mm. That was the things that separated our team. That's why Rose Green had so many interceptions his senior year, uh, because the impact that those guys communicating, you know, uh, being like, hey, you got my back on this play because I may try to go get this one. You know, it's just things like that to get you to that next level. And DJ, I think you have that in you because, like I said, if you drop the interception, that means you're what? You was in position. You, was position, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So position is is half the battle. So now you're in position. Now it's just finishing the drill. So I think, you know, you're going to do well in that area this year because people are going to have to throw your way because Nehemiah's a really good corner too. 
And you got to like that aspect of it because in some game, Carlos would get mad and upset because he's like, man, they're not even throwing my side. They're just throwing to the other side. And But you don't have to worry about that because both of you guys can, can play that corner position, and that gives you more opportunity to get hands on balls. If I have to do a four-by-one today, will it be the receivers or the DBs? Oh, I love one? this question. Um. Four by one today. I like the DBs. I gotta go DBs. Okay. So who on your team? Give me your four. Pritch, on your team Pritch, Pritch, Pritch is on the team. Oh yeah, mighty for sure. We, um, we were told he was the fastest on the team last year. Yeah, mighty, mighty for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mighty gonna be my mighty gonna be on my leg. I got mighty. I gotta go. I gotta go Simp. Okay. I gotta go Simp. Jalen Simpson for sure. Um, me. So that's three. We need. We got one more leg. Uh, who who want to get that leg to? Who can finish? Just I. I'm gonna go. Kante Scott. Kante Scott. Okay. All right. Just Kante. <laughs> so on the on the offensive side, you gonna have Jay Fair. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You probably gonna have. I don't know. Jarquez was pretty quick. I was gonna say. Well, going, no, gonna I was gonna say that the, the, the kid, the guy we just got from South Florida, the running back. But um, Brian. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Brian. He's gonna be on there. Um mm, uh, give me two more receivers. Who, who you see them in practice? Who are the two fastest guys on offense? Uh, you was two fast, fast. Um Amari. Amari's fast. Yeah. Amari's fast. Um we got we got Vor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I like the DBs in this race. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I like, like the DBs in this race, definitely. <laughs> I definitely hey, like them. Hey, um, that'd be fun to watch, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, DJ, talk about, um, you know, Jason kind of hit on it, but talk again about, like, just reading the quarterback and, and trying to do your best to be in position, right? Like, um, you know, the, you're, you're, you're reading you're, – sometimes you're reading the quarterback, sometimes you're reading the receiver. You know, um, talk about what it's like for a DB in the moment when you line up against a guy – you know, what is your process? What are you checking for? Um, you know, are you reading the eyes of the quarterback? You know, are you watching the DBs? Uh, I'm sorry, the wide receivers' hands. You know, what are what is your process when you line up? Um, my process. I want to know where we at on the field. I got to get my call from the sideline, the part of the field we on. Um, once that happens, I look at my receivers. Um, where they come line up on the ball, they give me a a more of a way of which routes or which combination of routes I'm about to get from that alignment, I get a more of a more of a clue of which one coming. Um really just get my call, getting the alignments and really you gotta get lined up. Get lined up and communicate across the board. Like we gotta communicate across like everybody gotta be on the same page in the back end. Hmm. Do you feel like you guys are gonna play more zone or man this year? Um we was in a lot of man last year, so I'm gonna say more zone, more zone for sure. Okay. I've been the quarterback, reading they drops, three step, five step. We getting quick game, we getting play action. Just knowing the personnel as well. Yeah, you talk about personnel. You guys went out and got some D linemen. Uh, you lose, you lose Derrick Hall, you lose Kobe Wooden, but then you come back and you you get Justin Rogers. You know, you get a Mosea Kite. You know, you get a Larry Nitson from uh, North Texas. Uh, you know, you go in and you you fill a lot of positions um, that you're not starting over. 
And that's what you got to like coming back as a senior corner. Like yeah. I'm not starting over with a bunch of young guys up front. I'm starting with some veterans that have college experience. And you look at y'all's schedule. You got eight ACC games, but then you go to travel to California. You know, not an easy game. Uh, so nine out of 11 games up front is going to be, you know, going to be some competitive ball games. What are some of the games that you – I know you circle all games, but I know DBs and receivers, when they look at that schedule, they say, hmm, they got we this receiver, them. that yep. receiver. So which receiver group are you looking forward to going up against the most out of the SEC schools or anybody on that schedule this year? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Okay. So you think Bama receivers are deeper than LSU receivers? I just got um, – it's just um, – I'm an in-state guy. I'm from oh, yeah. it's Alabama for me though. All right, I like the pity. Yeah, I like it. Oh, they and they at home, and we got them at home. Yeah, and year. we got them on you the know. planes. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So pretty, been, that one been circled since mm. last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some pretty epic <laughs> moments have definitely happened on the planes. Uh, you know, uh, in that Iron Bowl. Um, you know, last year is there a, beside Alabama? Um, is there a particular team that you have circled? In terms of you know we need a revenge game essentially, LSU, LSU, yeah LSU. Okay, what was it about that game that yeah, got that you going? Get away from us. We, I feel like that game was supposed to be us. We had the momentum that game. Um, our team, I feel like our team felt like we should have won that game. Mm. Um, like everybody felt like we that was the game that we were supposed to win. Yeah. Well, we got to get them this year because we don't have them on 2024. That's schedule. right. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, uh, Are you excited about possibly, like, if you come back another year, you'll have a chance to play Oklahoma at home? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's right. Crazy. Hell yeah. So yeah, he'll, be, um, he'll be coming back visiting. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we, we expect them to have a, a great year. Uh, yeah, sure. and, uh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be, we watch him on Sundays or mm-hmm. something, but he'll be coming back, you know, standing on the sideline, waving his hand and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and everything so but you know nil has become a big part of uh you know sports now you know you guys can make money off your name image and likeness um like i said it it helps differently for each athlete you know it's different for everybody you know me and mike g was talking with Lior, a basketball guy who walked on and earned his way up to a scholarship but most people have to use their nil to pay for half their scholarship they don't get but then sometimes you know in football you guys have full scholarships but then there's other things that come with it because it's so time demanding of your time to have to practice and go to school and go to class and then balance all these things. How have you seen NIL be a help to you, your teammates, and uh, just being part of the student athletes at Auburn? Oh, NIL has been great. It helps. Um, it, I've seen it help me, myself, my family. Um, we didn't got um, my family. They work for themselves. They we got a family business going here. Um, DJ Transportation. Um, they actually okay. out right now on their routes. Um, so that's was a big part of me helping my family. You know, start their own journey, doing their own thing with their routes and their trucks. But NIL has been a great thing for college. Um, I appreciate it a lot. It helped my family, and I know it's helping others. Mm. Yeah. Mike G, you got anything for him? These rapid fire, quick fire questions that yeah. like we did, Leo. I mean, listen, uh, I think everybody's looking forward to you having a big season this year. Um, and uh, the schedule sets up favorably. Uh, my only last question is just going to be, you know, what, again, what is your one thing from last season that you're looking to improve on this season that you felt like maybe you didn't do well? Physicality. 
physicality. Just showing, just showing I know I showed it, but I don't think they felt it enough. I think they still question it just a little bit. So definitely just showing that physicality on tape and on the field and the way mm-hmm. I play. Mm-hmm. And before we get into our rapid fire question, there is one question though. You know, not a lot of athletes get the attention that some others do. You know, your quarterback always gonna get it, your top DB gonna get it, your top receiver, your running back. You know, what's one guy, you know, that's on defense this year? And maybe one guy on offense that you think doesn't get a lot of noise around them right now, but fans should pay attention to this name when the season gets going. You you say either offense or defense or yeah, yeah. Give us um, one on defense and one on offense. One on defense. Um, I'm gonna go Elijah. Okay, McAllister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. Elijah on defense. I'm excited for him and I'm in his position. What they got him doing? I feel like he gonna do. He gonna have some fun in the boundary jet. Yeah, going around and stuff. They got him doing some stuff that I think he gonna enjoy, and I'm excited for him because he's excited as well. Um, okay. Offense. Let's go with a receiver because you go up against the receivers all the time. Jay Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been hearing the name a lot, man. I've been hearing been, Jay Fair a lot. You know, I've been trying to tell people Jay Fair. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, if there lot. was a him or offense, it's Jay Fair, and you know a lot of people are down to me on this one. And he's feeling himself. Yeah, listen. So he's he got confidence. He yeah, got some confidence. Yeah, he's putting in the okay. work. I, I've never oh, met yeah. anybody who's not scared of work Man, more than he came, he came in when I transferred to Auburn um, last January. He came in. He enrolled early. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I thought he was an upperclassman like me when I first came in. How the way he worked, mm-hmm. I did not think he was a freshman when he was working out with me. I thought he was an upperclassman. When that he says came a lot, yeah. Wow, that says a lot. Yeah, it says a lot. Uh, I, I, we keep hearing his name, and hey, I look forward to calling his name on the on the on the calls this year. So hopefully, you know, it's touchdown Auburn. You I'm know, excited from, for him from too. Sixty yards out, you know, because I know he got the speed, and like you said, like you know, he puts fear in defensive bats because if he gets on top of you, you can forget it. You know, he's gone. Yeah. And uh, and everything, but let's get to the little rapid fire, man. Let's have a little fun here, uh, DJ. The night before a game. If you got to pick one meal, what's your go-to meal the night before big games that uh, that's, that you like to eat to, to fuel your body? One meal. Mm, let me see. I go. Mm. You're a steak guy. You're a pasta guy. Yeah. You're uh, He's like, I don't wings. eat. Yeah, he, said I, wings. he said I eat wide receivers. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go wings and pasta. Wings okay. and pasta. Wings All and right. pasta. Wings and pasta. I like that. I like that. What's one DB that you look up to, and someone you like to tailor your game after? Darius Slay. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Darius Slay. Okay. Played for the Eagles last year. Where's he at this year? I think he signed somewhere else. But, yeah, I, I like Darius. Oh, man, this is a good one. The night before a big game, what gets you? What gives you butterflies or what keeps you up? What keeps me up? I really – I really – 
I really go to, I'll be able to go to sleep, really, because I'll be feeling like I got everything that I need. You're prepared. I'm right. Prepared, prepared. So I don't yeah. really just be the type that stay up because I'll be feeling like I'm prepared because I feel like throughout the week I'd have prepared good enough. So I don't really have that anxiety, really, of going to sleep. Because I, I know for me, it wasn't necessarily so much the opponent. It was just making sure that I had all my checks right. Right. And uh, just making sure we was in the right place when we were supposed to be in the right place if they was to give us certain defenses mm-hmm. um, and everything. But and also visualizing making plays, you know, that that was the other thing. Sometimes I was restless the night before because I couldn't wait to get to the game, you know, just to, mm-hmm. to get it going. But uh, so now nah, now nah, that's that's a great answer, man. Like, hey, preparation is the key. That's mind. I'll be calm. Preparation, really. Mm-hmm. All right, talking about uniforms, you know, what's your favorite Auburn uniform to dress like? A DB like to be flashy, you know. Let's just put it on after. DB like to be flashy. Like, if you can pick one uniform to play in, what's your favorite uniform for Auburn? Uh, what's our all white one? Is it the the Stormtrooper? The Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's my favorite one. So y'all wore the orange face masks. Was it one? Was it last year or the, or the year before? I, I think both. That was the year before. Year before, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. That was the year before. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay. the year before. Okay, then. Because I remember they had all white with the orange face, man. That's Penn State game. That's what Ooh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. You think they're going to bring it back this year? Uh, we need to. I'm going to try to. But listen, <laughs> I, well, you came from Oregon where they like – I mean, they alternate jerseys is kind of like their thing. Do you think that maybe y'all could talk the powers <laughs> that be into an alternate jersey this year? I think so. I think so, man. I really do. Oh, hey, you start out, you start out, you win, yeah, you win no games, yeah, yeah. You know, you talk them into, <laughs> hey, you know, maybe for the Iron Bowl or yeah, maybe, maybe for so. the, maybe start the Georgia game or something. You know, mm-hmm. you come out there and you know, you go in, you can have one jersey on for warm ups, and then you come back out after warm ups in a whole different jersey. That'll make the stadium go off. Yeah, the whole stadium you know, fans, go crazy. Fans go crazy, you know? especially if it's a night game. Oof. You know, but uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You just never know. You got to put it out there in the air, though. See what happens. All right, DJ, what's your favorite place to eat at in Auburn? Favorite place. I'm gonna go. I gotta go food sacklies. Oh, okay. okay, okay, all right. Gotta go food sacklies. Okay. Okay. Just quick. Right. Sometimes I need it. Quick meal, drive through too. You can go in, sit down. It's my home. It's from my hometown. It's good. It's what I like to eat a lot. Too. All right. All right. All right. Last two. Have a little fun with it, man. Let's say this. Let's say who's the best dresser on the team when y'all going off the game. Who can who can get who can dress down and. As Fred Smoot used to say, <laughs> we ain't even gonna go there though. Fred, you don't know Fred Smoot. But Fred Smoot played DB with me in Washington, yep. and uh, you know he's a hell. He has some crazy stories, but we'll just say that one for another day. But who's the best dresser on the team, and who's the biggest trash talker? Um, dresser, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, Terrence, I like Terrence. Okay. Cool. Put it on, on our side, Terrence. He he gonna he gonna put it on. Yeah. Y'all let's see. Terrence gonna put it on. All right. Okay. Okay. We got something to look forward to. 
Who's yeah. the biggest smash talker? Trash talker. Trash talker. Wow. Who beat trash talker? Ooh, I got to go. Shante. Really? Really? Linebacker. Oh, talking like that? <laughs> he's talking, okay. Oh, he talking, y'all. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, yeah. man. He gets, okay. He gets going. All right, all right, all right. No, well, no, yeah, no, we go. Hey, we're gonna have some guys come on the show, man, and uh, we're gonna have some fun with this thing this year, man. And uh, we look forward to seeing what you do this season. Uh, like I said, before we let you go, all our NIL subscribers and, and listeners and people that give to NIL to support you guys, you know, everybody wants to know what's the Auburn, what's your favorite Auburn tradition? Is it Tumor's Corner, Rolling a Tree, which you probably don't get much chance to do unless it's basketball season, but you know, is it? Is it Tiger Walk, is it you know, right before the game, the war eagle flying? Like, what's your favorite uh what's your favorite Auburn tradition? Mine's a tiger walk. Um is none like it. I I get excited for it every week. I know our fans coming out to see us. No matter rain, rain, sleet, or snow, they're gonna be out there for that tiger walk for us. And I appreciate that a lot. So I'm I get excited for that every week. And talk about the one Tiger Walk before we get out, because I'd be remiss not to ask you this. Texas A&M game, three and six teams facing each other. Cadillac gets the interim head coaching job, you know, uh, and Tiger Walk is like y'all getting ready to play a national championship. Man, can you just give us a little insight of what that Tiger Walk felt like and what did that do for y'all to rejuvenize what you feel like y'all was having a tough season and, and made things feel like, you know, just some weight was off y'all back and just what that Tiger Walk and what that fan crowd did for y'all. And they did a lot. They really, they boosted us up. They gave us more excitement, more energy to go play for each other. Um, Just them being, just coming out to support us. Everybody was happy about that because, you know, we're 3 and 16. We ain't thinking too much of it. Man, we get off the bus. These people here to see us come out and play. So that gave us a whole lot of confidence to just go out, you know, put it out on the line for one another and for the fans as well, for the Auburn family. Yeah, so that that was that meant a lot to us as a team. Well, Mike G, as I say, man, hopefully this year we'll have a lot of Tiger Walks that'll be packed out because That's this, right. team, this team will be winning and uh, stacking a couple of Ws together and uh, – getting back to playing Auburn football the way we know it's supposed to be played and playing with that heart and uh, that desire. And, you know, we look forward to you guys having a great season, DJ. Stay healthy. Wish you the best in health. Wish you the best in, uh, as you move forward to senior year. Uh, continue to lead these guys. And uh, you guys make sure, man, y'all just have fun. You know, don't ever forget about having fun. And yep. uh, until we can get you back on the show during the season, and hopefully you're on the show, we just have a lot more to talk about of, of the great season that you're having along with your team. So, uh Appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, War Eagle. Yeah, be, be him. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Auburn family. That's our show for today. We had two great guys on here today. You know, two two guys come from different stories, both from the state of Alabama. One with the Oregon transferred in. The other grew up in Birmingham, got a chance to play in the NCAA tournament in his own home city. You know, how cool is that? That, that rarely ever happens. Mm. So you got a chance to hear today on our show, and uh, we'll keep bringing you the noise each and every week from the On to Victory Auburn NIL podcast. So shout out to everybody in the War Eagle. Until next episode, see ya. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.